International. Podcast about liars, fraudsters, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Soroyce, and with me is my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hi. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good. This is exciting. This is our first yeah, podcast. This is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. It's uh, yeah. all, all the right stuff. <laughs> Pat had to psych himself up in the bathroom before yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's psych myself up. Mm-hmm. That's, I was like, it was like a... Not, that isn't code for doing coke yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. Just get psyched up, guys. Give me a bit. <laughs> I was in there fucking B-Rabbit style, 8 Mile. I was just like, yo, <laughs> fucking mom spaghetti. Yeah, so this podcast, uh, if you want to talk about the genesis of it, at least my involvement yes. is it was your idea, but um, I love stories about liars. I do. I, it's it's when people get... I love it, when they get caught. You, when they get yeah. caught, and then like, and and they have so many varieties of flavors. I like when they get caught and they admit it. That's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And I like when they get caught and they don't admit it. That's cool, too. It just, yeah. When people... Uh, yeah, dishonesty is... Uh, it's like a a tool for humans to use and it's just it's funny when people do it it's really fascinating to me especially when it gets to the point where it's like a giant news story and it's just something that's totally blown up in someone's face it's it's it's, it's, the best yeah it's it's the best yes exactly yeah schadenfreude great term they should the germans should use that you should should let them know you got a word for them thank Uh, you yeah (laughs) yeah we uh we 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 saw this you had uh you had shared an article about uh we'll probably discuss this on a later episode but about uh uh, the the th- Theranos, yes, Theranos, yeah, and about the 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 woman who uh, uh, made that company worth billions, and it turns out it's worth nothing because it doesn't work. Yeah, and like she might go to jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a very yeah. They're they're analyzing like, hold on, let's go back and see because I'm sure something illegal happened here. Hell and, yeah. and you had shared that, and you had mentioned your love of liars, and uh, I was like, you know what, I like liars too. I like stories about thievery and liars and bullshitters, all kind of because nobody nobody lies just to lie for the fun of it well they do but when people are lying for personal fun and gain and profit that's it's just i mean think about how many movies there are about cons and how yeah. like awesome they are yeah you exactly. love them yeah i fucking one time owed uh, blockbuster video 98 bucks because I, I kept matchstick men for a whole summer <laughs> Rented under my that's friend. your own personal con yeah i rented it under my friend's mom's account and then i <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was he was with me and then uh i just lost it and for, for an entire summer we racked up a huge bill and they eventually <laughs> just had to buy a copy of matchstick man to give back to blockbuster and i had to pay them back and uh, it took me getting like a good job and my first paycheck <laughs> i swear to god my first paycheck i showed back up at my friend's mom's <laughs> house like in business casual clothing with like 40 bucks or whatever the fuck it was i was like there you go miss O'Hanlon and she was like thank you and it was a big turning point in my life so congrats and i said you know what i'm gonna start a podcast about dishonesty because it doesn't pay <laughs> <laughs> it's a good moral of the story yeah 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 so uh i, I guess we uh just let you know what we're gonna talk about today uh well uh, kathy you ever been to heaven um not that i can remember but yeah. 
I, I know, know I came from there before I was a baby, before I right. quit my mom's belly. I was in heaven. Right. Uh, no memories, though. But uh, we, we want to talk today about uh, Ryan Malarkey. The, uh, Alex Malarkey. Alex Malarkey. <laughs> Off to a bad start. All right. Alex Malarkey. Uh, last night, I was telling someone about this story, um, about the story of Alex Malarkey, that we're going to talk about a child who claimed he went to heaven. Claimed he went to heaven. Uh, and someone asked me, is that where the word malarkey comes from? <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> malarkey entered the American election around 2004 in the wake of the story <laughs> uh, yeah very fitting name yeah but. yeah yeah which I, I was like you know what it's low hanging fruit so let's pick the fuck out of it malarkey right and he told a whole yeah. big story uh, essentially yeah this is the uh, the story uh, so we could jump right into it let's go in 2004 six year old Alex Malarkey was riding with his father Kevin outside of Columbus Ohio they were coming around a bit at the base of a hill when they collided head on with another vehicle Kevin Malarkey was ejected from the driver's seat and thrown 50 feet good distance uh young alex remained in the vehicle and suffered what medical professionals call internal decapitation which is just a horrifying sounding also name. the name of my new metal band yeah, yeah, yeah. Come see us. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be great yeah check us out a lot of breakdowns um mm-hmm. yeah uh, his spinal cord is completely severed for the base of the skull it shut down all essential and non-essential bodily functions which i don't know what uh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you wrote this what does that I mean i wrote this yeah essentially that's what they i, I plagiarized that they mentioned that in the thing uh <laughs> Uh, uh, Alex was transported to the hospital via helicopter where he underwent numerous uh, emergency surgeries to prevent brain swelling. The Malarkeys were avid churchgoers, big Christian family, mm-hmm. and within the hours, uh, fellow members of their own congregation, <laughs> as well as the congregations of dozens of other churches in the area, were there to support the family. Uh, the Malarkey family would need all the help they could get because Alex would soon slip into a coma, very unfortunate, and his mother and father and all of his many supporters would be forced to play the waiting game. During this time, there was a near constant outpouring of prayer and support for Alex uh, they said at one point upwards of 40 pastors would pray around Alex's hospital bed daily. Too many. Yeah, that's too that's many. Too many. Yeah, yeah, that's I, say, I always say cap it out at a dozen. Like how many yeah. pastors you got in there? More than that, not coming that's, in. That's It's just redundant at that yeah. point. Like, <laughs> like, how do you decide on 40? Yeah, like, God's like, what, 39? Not listening. You're like, mm. what, 40? Okay, they mean business. <laughs> 39 tough shit, six-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody shared and liked it. So this is before Facebook. How did <laughs> Kids, how did kids get saved before Facebook? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know what they did. Uh, yeah, so they had a uh, forty. Um, Al, and now this is uh, I, I, I say miraculously. Uh, I don't if you believe in miracles, that's what's up for you. But quote unquote miraculously, miraculously, Alex's spine reattached itself to its skull without any intervention on the part of the doctors. And finally, after two months, hold on, back up. Yeah. His spine reattached itself to his skull without any intervention on the part of the doctors. That's what all the sources say. He just what the like, fuck were those doctors doing <laughs> if not intervening to attach his spine to his skull? Yeah, they were just like, oh, he's in a coma, let him sleep it off. Like, oh. Yeah, what the fuck were they doing? I guess they couldn't get to him because of all the fucking pastors yeah. in the way. Move, Jim. Yeah, we have work to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, when you got 40, that's why they have clearly set visiting hours because uh, it's at nighttime that going there just they, what what strategies were these doctors trying if yeah. not attempting to reattach his spine to his skull 
I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's a very valid point. Like, what, what, what else would you do? Though, you know, we're gonna play the waiting game. We're just gonna see what. Yeah. We're gonna see what the spine does first. Let it make the first move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, making the spine play our. We game. don't. Yeah, we we're playing hard to get. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna make the spine come to us. <laughs> the other doctors like getting coffee. He's like, hey, I saw that spine in there. Like, oh, did he say anything about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, no, nah, man, he's pretty pretty tight lipped. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, the spine miraculously attached itself without any intervention on the part of those shitty, shitty doctors. And finally, <laughs> after two months, young Alex Malarkey would awaken from his coma surrounded by dozens of devout Christians in a very, very emotional state. You know, they've been praying for two months and, and boom, the kid wakes up. Uh, and this is when six-year-old Alex started to tell the story of what happened while he was gone. Okay, so this poor child, this poor, poor child, yeah. like, I... I said a lot of shit when I was six. Yeah, I it's, said lots of stuff. Especially I, to make adults happy. Yeah, when you get that rise out of any kind of emotional reaction, really, like, yeah. you know, especially, <laughs> but especially if you get, like, if you have an adult, like, actually listening to you and paying attention to you, you're like, what, whatever well I'm drawing this from, keep it coming because I got yeah. him hooked, you know? Yeah, so. That's I'm, when you start saying, like, yeah, he touched me. What's up? Let's hang out. Absolutely. <laughs> this is, like, this is the positive version of, like, the satanic panic in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the fake molestation story. Yeah, yeah, because you're just like, you're a kid, and so you're going to say what the people around you want to hear because like they'll give you a happy meal or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like whatever it takes you work you're, you're working on a reward system as a child you're like a dog people are constantly giving you treats for doing fun stuff yeah and so when you do yeah i remember when i was a kid i would uh to get adults to listen to me if i was talking to a, a, a like when i was like four if i was talking to a grown-up and they weren't paying the adequate amount of attention i would grab their face and turn it towards me <laughs> And I just, I really wish spoken I, like someone who would become a stand. Yeah. 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 And, and oddly enough, I got into comedy and uh, I wish <laughs> that was socially acceptable to just grab people's faces and turn them on because I feel sometimes they're paying attention to other stuff and I don't like it. Yeah. I remember I have like very vivid memories of, uh, I'd be like out with my mom and, uh, she would be talking to someone like, just like, Oh, I ran into my friend at the bank or whatever. And I would grab onto her hand with both hands and pull her with all of my weight <laughs> while she was talking, <laughs> like try to drag, her out of the conversation yeah, man, like kids are so fucking raw what do we when do we lose that like, like it just some of us never do yeah. <laughs> that's why we get into comedy yeah exactly uh now speaking of uh, of jokes uh kevin malarkey old <laughs> old papa oh. yes he so alex malarkey's father kevin malarkey will factor into this story yeah very big, yeah yeah it, one might say there would be no story without him uh yeah. now this is kind of funny when i was looking this up uh he did an interview with uh laura Schlesinger mm-hmm. and uh, he was uh, in the interview he talked Whatever, what's Dr. Laura up to now you know I don't know because uh, I'm sure she's happy as fuck today <laughs> she's probably rich as hell yeah I'm yeah I'm sure she's just rich as hell and she treats this story in the interview uh, if you like to just hear liars lie listen to the Kevin Malarkey Laura Schlesinger interview uh, she treats this with such like 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 she has this person like who's really seen on the other side in her yeah. studio yeah. it's not even him it's his fucking kid and she's just like treating it with just like this this huge like I don't know it's like the the, the most important thing that's yeah, ever happened total reverence yeah and he, while he yeah exactly that's the word I couldn't fucking think of uh, <laughs> and while he's talking to her she goes now what were you doing with, during the car crash and he like straight up admits he was on the cell phone he goes no he says he thinks he might have been on the cell phone he's still not sure you know I think I, I think I was on the phone I don't know though 
who I got thrown out of a window. So yeah, he uh, and then she goes, yeah, that technology is really. He's like, yeah, you got to be more focused. Like they just shift gears real quick. So yeah, to remind everybody, this is the father who was driving the car at the driving this the vehicle point. with with, uh, with Alex and se- and several of Alex's uh, brothers and sisters were in the car too. Oh really? Yeah, uh, Alex is not a, an only child, but we'll never mention any of his brothers again during this entire <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, uh, uh, another thing that's funny is we were talking about old Kevin Malarkey who um, was thrown 50 feet from the driver's seat. Uh, Alex Malarkey apparently at the time said that he saw his father be thrown 50 feet and then grabbed by an angel and set down. (laughs) Like, at what point would would God be like, yeah, yeah, throw him 50 feet. Yeah, catch him. Like, obviously not. I just feel like this is, it's proof that Kevin Malarkey is very instrumental to this story because it's like, you get in a car, a head-on collision with all of your kids on your cell phone. (laughs) An angel's not coming to save your ass. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, I love the angel just like roaring out of heaven, flying right past a guy with cancer. <laughs> just be like, no time. <laughs> Kevin Malarkey is fifty feet in the air right now, and I gotta go catch that son of a bitch. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's, it just makes no sense. That's, <laughs> I oh man, I personal. I had a, a friend get shot one time. I don't want to. These guys don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> a friend of mine got <laughs> shot, and uh, he his his sister had passed away a few years before and his family if you talk to them is adamant that the reason two of the bullets hit him or basically that one bullet hit him he got the guy shot three times and only one hit him in a like vital part i don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. basically his family will tell you that his sister knocked the other two bullets out of the way of and, 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 and 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 barely missed the other one they're like she couldn't get all three <laughs> <laughs> she did what she yeah. could. I love you guys. I'm not naming names, but it's just, it's a, it's a weird thing to think that like you're chosen out of the 7 billion people on this fucking planet. And it's, it's odd. So, uh, yeah. So Kevin, uh, Alex is, is, uh, is, is out during this time, but he goes, he tells a story that he goes to heaven because he wakes up and, uh, you know, he's surrounded by, these Christians and, and religious people in what you could call a state of religious fervor at this point. And sure. he awakens out of this coma, which, and he starts saying the things already. Oh yeah. I, I went to heaven. He says that he saw, and they, now they say that they would, they would question him on things like, no, you couldn't know that. And that he actually uh, accurately said the color of the paramedics jumpsuit okay, and that he was put in a helmet that helped reduce swelling. And he accurately described the swelling now th- about the jumpsuit, uh, Beth Malarkey, uh, old mama Malarkey, she swore down, that the, the person's jumpsuit was like orange and he was like nah it's red which just seems like that's you know hey, I, got a, I, I got a blue car no nah, it's green well we'll never agree you know <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah. that's red and orange it's yeah, not like yeah, he was yeah. like no it's like white or something yeah, yeah well yeah it was like nope it had fucking sparkles on it like it was just he, he said <laughs> uh, he said he, it was so they said so uh, Kevin would bring this up at times like no he would correct us on stuff you know he knew about it and uh so they, they asked him, basically he said he went into heaven. Uh, he said that, and, and now here's the thing, the fucking, the, the story, the story of heaven isn't very detailed in the book. One of the main complaints, if you go on the books, uh, Amazon page, all like the one star reviews are like, I wanted more stuff about heaven. It's only like, like it, it really, it, it just turns into like a Christian self help book. And there's not as much details about heaven because Alex isn't cranking out details like that. Cause yeah. he's fucking six. So he said things like there was an inner heaven and an outer heaven, which mm-hmm. just it already sounds like it has the same problems earth does like <laughs> already off to a bad start he said that uh satan will come into heaven through a hole in the floor and okay. i don't know i don't know chop it up just say hey what's up i don't know if converse, what happens <laughs> he said that he sat in the lap of jesus the whole mm-hmm. time which uh 
kind of weird. Uh, that's not your kid. What are you doing? Uh, and later on, uh, when they asked if he was scared, uh, and, and Kevin Malarkey says this in the Schlesinger interview, he goes, you know what? Alex has such a great sense of humor. I said, were you scared? He goes, hello, dad. Lap of Jesus. So yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Like, cause I, uh, it, one thing Christians talk about Jesus like he's good dope. He's <laughs> like, we having a good time. Fuck yeah, had a good time. Jesus, man. Like, if I, like, <laughs> hey, did you have fun at that concert? Hell yeah, that blow was great. Like, my favorite uh, detail that that Alex gave at the time was that Jesus rode a rainbow horse. Yes, a rainbow. That's my favorite. <laughs> horse. That's such a six year old. Yeah, idea. <laughs> if you hear a story that involves rainbow horse, it, it just cut it off. That's like, okay, well, someone's lying, obviously. And also that, like, I love that heaven is describable within the confines of a six-year-old's vocabulary. Like, yeah, I would think of a six-year-old really, a six-year-old really saw heaven. He would just be like, I, I don't know. It was fucking. What would he say? He couldn't. Have you ever? It. Have you ever seen the movie The Witch? I have not. It's number one. It's awesome. You should see it. It's great. Yeah. But there's a very unsettling part of it where a child is dying and uh, is giving these like visions of heaven as he's dying and it's like he's speaking it, it takes place in like the 16th century yeah, so everybody yeah, yeah. speaks weird anyway yeah. but he's like talking so basically in the movie there's like he's presenting it as like he's going to heaven but there's a lot of like this might be Satan taking over this child's body. Yeah. But the way he's talking is like how grownups talk and it's like how the Bible sounds and it is the creepiest fucking oh, thing coming shit. out of a kid's mouth. Yeah. It is not right. Like That's what's up. stick to rainbow horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, rainbow. <laughs> don't talk about how like thine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Like that's oh, so yeah, fucking that's, creepy. Yeah. When kids start speaking in like proper old English like yeah. <laughs> at that point. That's like when I'll believe it but also like my that would fucking shake my reality yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well. I mean, kids have that special ability to, to say something and like with their like with their innocence that just fucking sounds crazy. Like you know, like like oh yeah, the man who comes in my room at night. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, oh yeah, my friend. He's right there. You don't see him. It's creepy as shit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah so, let's talk about how um, this book came to be. Yeah, because I think that's very interesting. Certainly. So now the story didn't immediately break. Uh, there was just a, a, an anecdote in the Malarkey family, and I'm sure that was told all around that little community. Like no. That malarkey boy, he went to heaven and he saw. Oh yeah, heaven. I yeah. bet they were celebrities in their church. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. There, there was some, there was some potlucks with some really good tales getting spun, and like <laughs> you know. Like, and so, uh, for the next five years, uh, you know, Kevin and Beth would focus on caring for Alex, who was now a quadriplegic. Uh, fortunately for Alex, he did retain all his mental faculties. He had not suffered brain damage, and from that all, is like pretty fucking amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, that that is that's gonna be the best thing to happen to this kid because it just gets worse. Like, it really does. <laughs> uh, now, yeah. They, um, you know, he led a normal childhood. He had friends, he had family, and of course, they they had the the ever present uh, strong church always there. Uh, the family stayed out of the spotlight until 2009, when Alex, who is now 11 at this point, uh, became the youngest person to ever be fitted with a diaphragm pacing system to assist his breathing. This is the same device that Christopher Reeve had been fitted with years earlier. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever you see him, he had the little like it looked like a metal honor on his neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That thing. Uh, so uh, this is the same one. Yeah, and now. Uh, uh, 
Alex even had the same doctor as Christopher Reeve and that made headlines. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a story too ju- juicy for the media outlets to ignore. They were like, oh, this kid's getting the same. He's not only the youngest, he's getting the same doctor. So the Malarkey's back in the spotlight. I think they're in the spotlight for the first time because they weren't necessarily in the spotlight after the accident. Right, outside their community. Yeah, so they're now they're in the national spotlight. They're doing several interviews with them. They hosted multitudes of reporters in their Ohio home. One day, Kevin Malarkey was chatting with the reporter and one fateful day and he told the story of Alex's trip to heaven. Now, always knowing a good story when he hears that the reporter suggested that Kevin write a book. The idea stuck in Kevin's head. He ran it by Beth to see what she thought. Beth was instantly not on board. Uh, you know, as a, she saw the stress that Alex felt while talking to the reporters and uh, she didn't think it'd be a good idea to, to further go down that road. I mean, when you're quadriplegic, your health can be agitated very easily yeah. and uh, you can be fine one day and next thing you know, you're, you're, you're way not fine. So she was like, no, that stress is going to not that's- be good. Stress fucks up n- normal kids. Yeah, it fucks like up, yeah, being no, it, f- being in the spotlight. It fucks up adults. You it know? fucks like, up adults. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, so she said no, and Kevin listened to his wife's advice and didn't push the issue any further. Psych. Within four months, <laughs> just Kevin, kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Four months, uh, Kevin had already secured an agent and went shopping Alex's story to Christian publishing companies, all of whom were very aware of how lucrative those stories can be because that really is it's an industry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, so this is like this guy at this point he's basically like a stage parent yeah yeah exa- yeah he's like a pageant mom yeah of uh, the most fucked up pageant because yeah. he disabled his child yeah when you roll into a pageant and your kids in a fucking wheelchair and can't move like everybody because else because of like, you yeah everybody else is like god damn it he's winning the pageant <laughs> <laughs> of course they're not gonna yeah he's gonna win but he had a he saw the gold mine on his hands yeah and it's just like so he's, he sees this the story and what a fucking asshole <laughs> like like i because i my my ex has uh has kids and so like i don't i don't have kids myself but i feel like i'm a little i don't know i was there four years i know what's up with kids i, I feel like i have some yeah. sort of voice in that and like the stuff that's good for you is not ever good for them it's like <laughs> it, nine times out of ten, the shit that's good for them means a lot of sacrifice and hard work on your part right and, and like not, boredom and boredom yeah it's not exciting it's not fun it's not cool so when you start venturing down like fun exciting cool paths with your kid like it's probably for you and it's probably not the best reason to go do it like if Do- if dr laura is interviewing you about your kid for any reason and your kid's you, not even fucking there like, you <laughs> fucked up as a parent like you did something wrong yeah yeah like the, the, that, that that you shouldn't be on the news talking about your kid <laughs> yeah just yeah the rules uh let's see um uh, yeah, and so, you know, this is the first time, obviously, that someone said they died and went to heaven. Uh, that's why the, there's such a lucrative industry behind it. Uh, a few other uh, examples, like, obviously, there was that kid, Colton Burpo. He's probably one Best of the- name ever. Col- yeah, Colton Burpo and fucking Alex Malarkey. This just, this gang of misfits. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, Col- yeah, Colton Burpo. Wow. Uh, he he was the, the kid. He wrote the one, Heaven is for Real, which is probably a little more well-known because they had a movie starring Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Uh, the book sold. <laughs> Poor Greg Kinnear. He deserves better, man. Really? He's he's uh, criminally underused. He is. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Um, they were just talking on My Favorite Murder about how he would be really good to play Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, he's like handsome and charming but like kind of creepy he's yeah, got like yeah, kind of those dead eyes off-putting. i love him as the uh the wannabe self-help guru in uh, little miss sunshine 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is just such a, a wannabe self-help guru and such a sad thing. Because a self-help guru is like, okay, you made it. Like a wannabe self-help guru? Like, even, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's, even the successful one is a bummer. But the uh, successful one pisses you off. Yeah, the, the unsuccessful one is just sad. Well, that's like, I mean, we'll talk about what happens with, with Kevin Malarkey, but that's like pretty much what he becomes. Yeah, it's like yeah, a Christian self-help yeah, guru. Yeah, that, that, that's what he, he, he still finds work. Uh, but yeah, like Colton, Colton's interesting because first of all, he was three when yeah. that happened. So like... Even less credible. Yeah. You're, you're three, you three-year-olds. Look, I don't have kids. I'm not around kids. As far as I can tell, three-year-olds can barely speak. Yeah. Like it, When they do, it's just, it's a load of bullshit. <laughs> and it's so hard. Children to, lie yeah. so much. They, they, they'll get caught up in a word and say it four times when they finish the sentence. Like, I went to the thing the thing and then the thing it's like okay the thing you're, you're past on. it yeah it's, it's I can only imagine <laughs> in heaven with the Jesus with the Jesus and like the like stage parents like come on fucking spit it out kid we got checks to cash <laughs> uh, yeah and then there was the uh, the Harvard trained neurosurgeon uh, Eben Alexander which if you're that's a stupid name Eben come yeah. on yeah throw a V in it bud uh, <laughs> you're not fooling anybody Eben uh, so yeah he was a Harvard trained neurosurgeon who wrote the book Proof of Heaven a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife which tried to kind of like have like a scientific viewpoint like hey guys I'm a learned doctor and I also saw this Um, if we've learned anything from Ben Carson it's like you don't have to be smart to be a neurosurgeon you can be a fucking dumbass with steady hands yeah it's it's, it's about like it's those are like the the the, the football players of the medical field like it's like an athlete in in medicine it's like a skill it's not necessarily like you don't have to I don't know yeah you don't have to know things yeah you don't have to know shit it's fucking anybody can do it I can do it they robots do it now They really they legitimately do. It's literally like p- doing brain surgery now is like playing a video game. Yeah, you can literally be like, hey, Siri, do brain surgery. Thanks. And just get back to doing what you were doing. <laughs> Hopefully neither of us will ever have like a terrible brain injury and then this will yeah. come to light oh and no God. one will work on us. Yeah, the doctor's going to be like, <laughs> okay, well, we can sit you down to talk to you and then they just play this episode of the podcast. I'm like, fuck, I know Look, where this is going. We're really taking down the targets that deserve it. Brain surgeons, yeah, 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 yeah. religious people, yeah. boys fuck them. Boys in car accidents. Boys in car accidents. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he went, it should be noted, however, that uh, the Harvard guy, Evan Alexander, was actually suspended from multiple hospital positions in the years leading up to his experience once, and this is the big one, for lying paperwork on paperwork to conceal a surgery mistake so Hell yeah he's credible uh and also the surgeon who resided over him during his brain death because it was during a surgery uh was actually uh insists that he was in a medically induced coma and still capable of hallucinating nice within his brain yeah so <laughs> even his own colleagues are, are doing that so uh the story was eventually picked up by tyndale house publishing that's a christian publishing company that owns the rights to a very popular translation of the bible the new living translation I had a copy myself as a kid and <laughs> Also, the Left Behind series had all the copies as a kid. Really? Loved them. Loved them. I, I, looking back. Did you, have you ever seen the movies? Uh, yes, and they are fucking awful. Yeah. Oh, they're the worst. I, I haven't seen the Nick the Nicholas Cage one, which I imagine is great, but uh, <laughs> the fucking Kurt Cameron vehicles, let me tell you. Yeah. Take that vehicle and ride it out of town. But People sometimes bring those. I do because uh, when I do Master Pancake, like sometimes we do a choose your own one where the audience will bring movies and oh. we'll try to get um, they like sort of campaign for the movie they want us yeah, to watch yeah, and then yeah. like whatever one wins, we'll just make fun of on the spot and like people bring the left behind ones all the time. That's I don't right. think <laughs> any of them have ever won because no one wants to sit through it. Yeah. But in theory, sounds like a real stinker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the books. When I was a kid, I liked them. I haven't given them a reread because I mean, they're fucking. That. It's like uh, 
an adventure story. An action, story. Yeah, action yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it, it. It's just sort of biblical. Yeah. Uh, fantasy. Yeah, sci-fi. Exactly. And, and, and it's uh, it, it takes like a literal translation of the uh, of the, of the rapture. And it was. What, so are there like spinning wheels with eyes on them? And legitimately, like, yeah, there is. Hell like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it, like, the part where they say these like these like crazy beasts are going to rain from the sky. Fuck like, yeah. That happens. Yeah. It's That's wild. metal as hell. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's it is pretty pretty dope. But there's like like people die and shit. It was, it was, it was good books <laughs> uh, i had a, a life-changing moment where i just I, I understood the power of weed it's, it's a two-second <laughs> side story i was reading those books there was a character whose name was spelled c-h-a-i-m rosenzweig and i'm reading it the whole time called him chame and then i smoked <laughs> weed one day and read the books and it, it hit me i was like it's kaim it's kaim rosenzweig why the fuck and like i was like the power of weed it's it's that's i'm glad the thing you learn from these evangelical christian books is that like weed makes you smart yeah yeah it makes <laughs> It, it, it makes you look at things differently. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so Tyndale House editors uh, besieged the Malarkey household, uh, set up uh, siege equipment and everything. Uh, yeah, it couldn't get over the boat. Uh, they besieged the Malarkey household in order to get all the info they could on Alex's account ready to print. Now Alex at this point is eleven years old. Uh, got a bit of a head on his shoulders. <laughs> Actually, he's got just a head on his shoulders. Oh, oh. anyway. <laughs> horrible anyways uh so at this point he he was becoming very uncomfortable in the interviews he would often clam up and refuse to answer questions and would stop the interviews altogether because the tyndale house editors wanted specifics they wanted to know what was heaven like and the problem as i said earlier was that his description of heaven wasn't really unique in regards to other accounts in the heaven tourism genre uh he mentioned big white gates and angels with quote wings down to their waist stupid kid what does that mean uh he talked about their uh their colored the colored horse yeah the rainbow colored horse and that's pretty much where his description stops and the editors they knew they needed something juicy like some you know some knockout blows to make the book really pop so they kept pressing the issue and they were receiving more and more pushback from Alex because uh, you know at this point Alex had grown up in the church and uh, he didn't really Oh, yeah, you know, he's grown, he's a decent kid. He didn't feel comfortable telling the same lying. bullshit story. Yeah, he's like <laughs> lying. Like, unlike his father, who was insanely comfortable with it. Because, uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't like it. Uh, and he was he was more mature now, and he'd also been very active in the church, and he didn't you know, want to lie and tell his do bad things. And uh, the same could not be said for his father, Kevin, and the good folks at Tyndale House Publishing, because they had no problem fabricating large swaths of what would eventually become Alex's heavy quotes story. Uh, even including segments of the book written to appear as though they came straight from the mouth of Alex and they would title those segments from Alex. Ugh, this poor kid. Hijacking the voice of an 11 year old kid. An 11 year old quadriplegic. Yeah. Like oh. fuck you. How do you fucking sleep at night? Wait I forgot. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Because like, On a very comfortable and very yeah. expensive mattress. That has to be just yeah complete sociopaths like all of them like how do you and it was great. I, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church and like I can when I'm seeing this happen I'm like I know these guys I know these yeah. adults because like it, it's oh, it's it's just a, it's so it's so shitty it's like there's like they, they it's this community that says like oh well you should act and behave this way and they always don't and it's like admissible within their circles it's very odd it's a very odd uh, social uh, fucking uh, phenomenon there we go that's what I was trying to say <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, in 2010, Tyndale house released, uh, the boy who came back from heaven, a remarkable account of angels, miracles, and life beyond this world. The authors were listed as Kevin and Alex Malarkey. And at the very bottom of the front cover were those old tried and true words, a true story. <laughs> 
Alex and his mother Beth took issue with that and just about everything else in the book from its contents to its cover which features a silhouette of a boy in a wheelchair and a background featuring glowing lights and angel wings oh, I love how he makes it a heaven still in a wheelchair <laughs> yeah yeah. sorry you, get a you pic- don't get your legs back yeah how about a picture of me running and playing what's up with that like, <laughs> uh, yeah now their uh, their displeasure with the book didn't even didn't have even the slightest impact on its success the book sold a million copies in its first 10 months on the shelf and it debuted on number third at the, at, at third on the New York Times bestseller list something that I have never accomplished <laughs> despite my constant efforts um, yeah books sold a million copies money started pouring in which was great news for Kevin as he was the sole owner of the copyright so it's just him he's the head of the household he's the man he's the father he should take the reins on the copyright is I'm sure what he said to everyone in the house yeah. as he climbed into a jet and left yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there was a full press tour after that uh, Kevin made the media rounds appearing just about everywhere he did daytime TV shows he did radio he was on both secular and religious shows and he just about uh, you know every outlet in the conservative radio circuit mm-hmm. he was like we said he was on Schlesinger uh, uh, that is the only one I can remember off the top of my head I'm sure he did all that I'm sure he did he Rush did I'm sure he yeah. did Glenn Beck he was down I'm the sure 700 he Club he was fucking Hell out yeah. there he, he definitely was on Fox News a few times mm-hmm. uh, he was just everywhere uh, and he started developing like little sound bites uh, that he would you know often repeat, uh, including one where he speaks of Alex's sense of humor, and that's where the where he says, uh, "Lap of Jesus, yeah, Dad." Hello, Dad. Lap of Jesus, which I you know you what know, a gross phrase. Yeah, lap, lap of, of Jesus. Jesus. That's no, just, thank you. Yeah, that's where bad things happen. <laughs> Unacceptable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just like fuck this guy. Like what a what a, what a prick. Uh, and now we actually uh, you know there's a lot of a lot of. Uh, misinformation flying around about heaven. Sure. Uh, there is. So we need to set the record straight. We want to set the record straight. So we, we do have the budget uh, here to have a field reporter. Uh, our field reporter, Lawson Bennett, is actually currently on location in heaven. Reporting live. Yeah, reporting live. So let's go ahead and let's establish the connection with this guy, which I should have taken care of off mic. Hello. Hi, Lawson. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hello. Lawson, how, how are you, man? Is the, uh, I know some radio reception in heaven is kind of iffy. Can you hear us? Yes, I am good. I am here. Uh, Wi-Fi signal's not very good. That's my first complaint of uh, many. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's out of But I am it. here. I managed to get some bars, how, uh, and then also my phone works. How yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. Uh, who do you have? Who, who do you have as a provider? Uh, it's Sprint. Good oh, to not know. Even gonna, not what just good to know that you can get reception in heaven on sprint i feel like they should advertise that more yeah we're everywhere you want to be i agree (laughs) so uh what's it like uh what what are you seeing out there what's 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 heaven like giving you well i gotta be honest with you i haven't actually made it into heaven i'm on the outside they will not let me in (laughs) uh there is a huge golden wall uh, preventing people from coming in Trump would love this wall You <laughs> should come here to take notes uh, Hold on one second Beautiful golden wall Okay actually I'm being told now It's not solid gold It's gold plated They couldn't afford the solid gold Oh he would really but, love it now <laughs> Man people aren't not, tithing like they used to They can't afford a solid gold wall up there yeah. Uh, so, um, what, what, what's the, is there a big line? Anybody in here? Yeah. What? Is there a big line to get in? No, there is almost nobody here. It is like it, it is what I imagine the 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 parade yesterday was like <laughs> in Washington here. Um, I got some of the same people. You, I imagine. 
there's not a lot of people. There are a few people. It's very white up here, and I don't mean <laughs> white people. There's a lot of linens. A lot of Everybody's linens. wearing linens. Breathable fabric. Yeah. It looks like a it looks like a wedding on a beach out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a season finale of a bachelor. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's like a seal video kind of. <laughs> okay. The uh, only thing I have been into so far is the restroom. Super <laughs> nice. The stall goes all the way down. You can't see people's feet. The doors have locks. My only complaint is they have an air dryer instead of towels. <laughs> not classic. Oh, but classless. Okay, what are they, is it? It's not even like a Dyson Airblade. I was just like going to ask. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got to keep hitting it, it a bunch just, to get it to work? It's like some. It's like an old man just breathing on your hand. <laughs> That's crazy. So you're outside the wall. Uh, you can't. Can you, can you see it? Can you kind of peek over? It's not even an option. I tried getting in. I told them that my girlfriend was in there, and they said nobody's girlfriend's in there. And then I told I I checked. I was trying to see other people's wristbands, which colors they were. No one's wearing wristbands. No jewelry is allowed in the venue. No outside drinks. Oh man! Uh, no uh, what, about, what about flat billed hats or baggy pants? I got to be honest with you. It doesn't go with the linen. <laughs> you so I wouldn't even want to wear those things up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't even want that. So you're on the so, other side of the wall. I assume it's nice in there. It smells like a perfume shop on the outside. <laughs> nice. Okay. I was gonna say, what's the smell? It's like you, a bed, bath, and beyond. I was gonna ask you if it smells products. like they're cooking. Can you smell any food grilling up, or are they cooking in there? Nothing to eat. That's another complaint I have. I've been here for 45 minutes. It's past lunchtime. <laughs> it's not a food town. No Chipotle's up there? Is there what? No Chipotle's up there? No Chipotle's. There's a free bird, but eh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, you know, we wanted to say, uh, first of all, thank you for letting us kill you you so you could go to heaven uh, and check it out. You know what? I've been trying to, I've been planning it for a while. It was no big deal. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, y'all, I should be thinking, y'all. Remember what I said about my stereo? You can still have that, uh, but... Ship me my clothes. These linen linens are not soft. <laughs> your clothes. Okay, you want you want me to ship you all your Iron Maiden shirts? Yeah, yes. If you don't mind, if, if they don't have Iron Maiden in heaven, then I don't really see the point of going in. To be yeah. honest, can, with you, can you hear any music playing over the wall? There's no music. It's extreme. It's like a library. <laughs> it's like the library from Ghostbusters. It's quiet and there's, and there's ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that's the two things. All right. Well, shit, Lawson, yeah, you're you're just selfless dedication to the job, man. It really just speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anytime you guys need me to go to die, you know, I'll do it happily. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lawson. Hey, be safe out there. Okay. All right, guys. All right. All right I'll talk to you later. Okay. Right. Thanks. Bye. Wow, man! Just <laughs> that level of dedication to the job—it's unbelievable. Yeah, so a free birds. Yeah, that, yeah, I'd be a little bumped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, right. next time I think we do this, we have to kill someone who sinned less than Lawson, so yes. we can actually get in. <laughs> I think we fucked up. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's definitely just there, like he's waiting on a transfer because, like, he's yeah, he, yeah, he's making a connecting <laughs> flight to hell and a quick stop over outside of heaven. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Yeah, Alex Malarkey, full shit uh nothing like what he said Mm-mm. so uh at this point kevin is on a non-stop upward trajectory rocket ride of success he's snapping necks and cashing 
checks off of the story about that time his son snapped his neck. Nice. Yeah. That you. should have been the tagline yeah. <laughs> for the book. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for real. During the years that followed, uh, the book sales grew via word of mouth promotion, uh, went on to sell 10 million copies, and Kevin Malarkey became a popular uh, face in the world of Christian media. Now, I just want to say here, 10 million copies. 10 million. That's... 10 million. 10 million. There are 300,000 people. <laughs> I was going to say there are 300,000 people in the United States. Yeah. That's not right. 300 million people in the United States. So like chances are, you know, someone who owns this. Yeah. Book. Yeah. Yeah. Someone bought that book and was fucking floored by it. If like- you know any religious people, just next time you're in their house, check and see if they have that book. It, it's going to be there. It, it's it, we were talking about this earlier. I think there, this is how, you know, if they own a Thomas Kincaid painting, yeah. they own that book. Yeah. Yeah. That like you buy a Thomas Kincaid painting. This book comes with it. Yeah. yeah so we're going to give you this beautiful, uh, beautiful painting of a house and a meadow. Uh, and also a story of a young boy's yep. trip to heaven. And you're like fucking deal. If you see some precious moments, figurines yeah. look for this shit. Yeah. I always wondered what, love is do you have a bunch of posters telling me what love is i do actually yeah here's a bunch of naked children telling you what love is uh, all right so yeah now uh conspicuously absent during this uh second act of the wolf of wall street style success story was his wife and son alex and beth were not there considering the book is about alex you'd imagine to be seeing him out there but uh alex wasn't able to travel as easily due to the whole quadriplegic thing and beth stayed in ohio to care for him. now during this time beth alleges that kevin was absent and this is a quote in his duties as a father and a husband so not only is he not there to watch over young alex he's not banging out beth <laughs> yeah and perhaps the worst part of this whole story beth is adamant that her and alex have yet to see a dime of this money this motherfucker this mother for this piece of shit kevin malarkey is out there just fucking stunt now i've i found nothing to support this i've rationalized in my head that there's some money is going towards perhaps alex's insurance to pay for his medical stuff i hope i hope but as far as and from the words of, of Beth Malarkey, uh, if you can believe, you know, a, a Malarkey, uh, <laughs> Beth is saying that they have not seen a fucking dime of the money. This is like, I feel like this really sums up the story to me is that Alex himself posted on his own Facebook page yeah. about this story, the, the book, the Facebook page from the, from the book and wrote like, this is all bullshit. Yeah, it's all, it's all bullshit. And they deleted his post and banned him from the page. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't he, know that. Yeah. He is banned from his own page because he was like, this isn't real. And it's also like, it's not like he's saying this isn't real. I've renounced God or anything. He's saying, yeah, he's the Bible is real and the Bible is all you need. And anybody who's trying to sell you anything that isn't the Bible is not yeah. A, really a Christian. And maybe if they're selling you that Bible, they're a little questionable too. Yeah. Maybe they should just be giving you a Bible. Yeah. But that's, I feel like that's like kind of what he's saying is just yeah. like, this is an industry and like, this is not the word of yeah. God. This is the word of a six year old who wanted to make his parents happy. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it's just, that's what I, I, that's, I would see, I would meet people like that. Uh, at the, when I was in the church, uh, like, and I, and I always liked those people who were like, no, anything superfluous or anything, 
anything you know above just this. So this is all you need. Like Christianity is a very very simple thing. Right. You just need to uh, surrender to God and, and believe in Him, and that's it. And yeah. I used to like it, even though I it wasn't my cup of tea. I fucking I always like respected people who have that mentality. I'm just like no, like you don't need the fucking mega church. You don't need you know all this shit. You just need the, the Bible's right here. That's all you need. I, I, I feel especially like, when they when they really put their money where their mouth is in in terms of like being compassionate and like yeah yeah would you be love thy neighbor stuff like that whatever yeah yeah, whatever you want to do like i don't believe in it or subscribe to it but like most of those people are legit in the real deal if they're like yeah not trying to sell you anything or get your money or yeah we just i just want to read this bible and find out what it has to say it's like you you you, you, it's mostly lists of names it's pretty boring yeah (laughs) about who begat who and such yeah Yeah. but hey if it works for you great (laughs) i was just uh uh, i always thought it would be funny as a kid like go to a bible study and like uh they were like you know uh today i want to read i want to read first timothy 4 12 and talk about the youth and blah 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 and i wanted to be like i uh, just like read like i was gonna read from uh uh exodus and i was just, gonna just like read like the horrible like so-and-so had so-and-so had so-and-so had so-and-so <laughs> and just like and then they keep trying to stop you. you're like I, I, well hold on hezekiah excuse began. me yeah. I, this is scripture yeah. i'm getting to something i'm building to it okay <laughs> all right uh, uh yeah, so Beth is adamant that her they've not seen a dime of the money. Now, in order to give a voice to her son, who she feel whom she feels was robbed of his own story, she started a blog in which she would regularly and systematically discredit the book, going as far to do a line by line critique of the book's text, in which she would point out its many many errors. So that's like dedication. Yeah, uh, she would send dozens of letters to Tyndale House Publishing, pleading her case, and was met with patronizing dismissals or flat out refusals to take any action whatsoever. Uh, actually, this is one of the letters that she received back from Tyndale House and uh, it's just the cuntiest thing I've ever read. <laughs> Hold on, let me bring this up here. Jan Long Harris. Now that's a, that, that's a publisher at Tyndale House. One of the points of contact uh, was Beth's primary co- correspondent. She offered to correct inaccuracies, inaccuracies in consultation with Kevin since, quote, our contract is with him. Uh, so let's down to what she said. Yeah. She said, now, please forgive. Uh, I'm sure you understand we can't break a contract with an author just because someone else, even if the someone else is married to the author, makes accusations about him. We have to give the author, in this case, Kevin, a chance to respond. Give Kevin a chance. I mean, these guys been getting shitted on lately, you know? Right. He hasn't talked enough. Yeah. Now, as far as giving Alex a voice, we would be glad to talk with Alex and hear what he has to say about the book. He doesn't, he doesn't want to say anything about the book. He said it's not true. I offer again to come to your house and talk to you, Kevin, and Alex uh, for the purpose of giving you all three of voice i know you're concerned there might be repercussions after such a meeting but what could be worse than the current situation what a asshole what, yeah, what a fucking in christ jan long harris anyway <laughs> like, like look i'm already making this terrible for you so yeah, how could i make it worse yeah yeah like admittedly it's already bad you have no power so you might as well talk to me yeah <laughs> uh now several figures within the christian community had come forward to decry the book uh, and and others like it uh that like phil pastor phil johnson an outspoken critic of the heaven tourism industry who helps spread the word of Beth's struggle with Tyndale House. Uh, finally, in 2015, when they amassed an audience too big to ignore, that's when Alex released the Facebook statement, mm-hmm. or the, you know, the statement, and uh, essentially he said, uh, he said, please forgive the brevity, but because of my limitations, I have to keep this short. Oh, when you're getting told off by a quadriplegic and he starts it with that, he's like, look, this, I, 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 this hurts me to do this. But <laughs> he said, uh, I did not die. I did not go to heaven. I said I went to heaven because I thought it would get me attention. When I made the claims that I did, I had never read the Bible. People have promised 
profited from lies and continue to. They should read the Bible, which is enough. The Bible is the only source of truth. Anything written by man cannot be infallible. It is only through repentance of your sins and a belief in Jesus, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. My dad's a piece of yeah, shit. In Christ, Alex Malarkey. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like anything written by my dad is lies. Yeah, is yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> if you ever met this asshole, Kevin Malarkey, let me tell you a bit about him. But uh, So he's, and I think he's written other books, right? Kevin Malarkey? Yes, yes, he has, actually. Uh, he, because now, uh, when he released that statement, they actually did pull the, the, the book. The book That's is good. no longer in print. Uh, Tyndale House has separated themselves from the book entirely. This has not stopped, however... Uh, this has not stopped Kevin uh, from actually becoming a big face on the scene. He has one book called, uh, like, so, oh yeah, A Beautiful Surrender. Find true freedom and purpose and total surrender to God. So uh, he is like, he is like a Christian Greg Kinnear in Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. He's now, he's a face in the, in the Christian Go industry. check him out at your local shitty hotel yeah, yeah, yeah. with a conference room where he <laughs> is definitely speaking this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, he's probably on the Promise Keeper circuit. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's on that. Uh, so, yeah. And so, it, what's funny is before he got into all this, uh, before he, uh, his job before was, he was a psychologist. So, I'm sure he's just a fucking, uh, just a whirlwind of a sociopath. Yeah. Just a <laughs> master manipulator yeah so uh to, to, so yeah they, they pulled the statement uh no one ever gave any of the money back so like uh that has not happened no one has returned any of the money they made off this poor kid's lies including his father who by the accounts of his ex-wife has not given them any money either <laughs> so uh beth and alex still live in ohio uh beth is still legally married to kevin they are separated and do not have contact with one another good to go beth yeah do you be beth beth has been great from the beginning yeah beth has been the fucking the, the voice of reason here uh you know she never lied about going to heaven <laughs> <laughs> And she's she been taking to, care of her son yeah, yeah. her disabled son while this asshole profits off of their terrible horrible story yeah. tragedy if that you, he caused yeah, yeah he, he, motherfucker oh my god yeah like he he caused it profited from it and just it walked away burned yeah. it down and walked away and like is still out there people still listen to him <laughs> yeah it, yeah still still killing it uh it's crazy so uh, really the moral of the story is that like uh, lying is very profitable and even if yeah. you get disproven you don't have to give any of the fucking money back <laughs> uh, Lance Armstrong is still rich yeah. as fuck like, and, and I guess you know, we don't want to get into other things we'll do later but yeah so that's it neither Tyndale House nor the uh, nor Kevin Malarkey have offered to return a dime of the money that they made off the delusional ramblings of a freshly awoken six year old coma patient <laughs> so that's it folks that's our story today yeah, thank you for tuning in to Lie, Cheat, and Steal uh, be sure to please uh, uh, follow us and subscribe to us and rate us and like us do all those things and tell your friends and check out all the other great podcasts on Body Tape International Kath I want to thank you for joining me today yeah likewise thank you for having me yeah today uh, it was fun so uh, yeah guys we'll catch you on the flip side and remember I don't have a tagline so (laughs) (laughs) all right Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. (laughs) Oh, man, you were really ramping up to that. And remember, I don't have anything to say. That's good, though, because it's like, I like that we're talking about all these, like, frauds, and it's like, we have no, there's no moral. Like, this guy got got away with it.
International. 